Hello guys, it's Nobbins here, just to let you know that I did test positive for COVID after the recording of this podcast, so apologies if that illness comes across in my voice throughout the podcast. Hope you enjoy it though. Hello everybody, welcome to the Nobcaster football podcast with a difference. It's a Manchester derby special after the destruction, the humiliating annihilation of Gasky's pathetic sh- shite team. <laughs> Oh um, gosh, that was wow. harsh. That was harsher than I anticipated. Good to see. Um, uh, yes, uh, we are obviously going to talk about the Manchester derby, uh, which transpired uh, a few days ago. With me being a City fan, Gasky obviously being a United fan, we'll also be covering the North London derby. Liverpool once again dropping points to a Potterless Brighton, touching on the other games as well. Obviously, our standard mini games, knob gas, previewing next week's matches, and of course, ball busters. Sorry, this podcast is out slightly later than usual gasky was ill first of all so could not physically record i'm now also on the verge of being ill gasky still not 100 percent either so apologies if uh, certainly if my voice is a little bit uh you know not used not in its usual perky manner uh, and apologies if there are a couple of coughs thrown in there i'll try to minimize that as much as possible uh so you know it, well, think of it as a mukbang uh sort of podcast but instead of um food it is um coughing uh Gasky, how are you doing, mate? Uh, recovering, not as not as bad as I was on Monday. Anyway, mm-hmm. just a scratchy throat. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Considering after I mean after you know the fact that I had to sit through that on Sunday for this podcast, so appreciate that to start with. Appreciate it, guys. Otherwise, otherwise the laptop would have been closed at halftime, and I wouldn't have bothered. So, <laughs> do you think the United's performance is what's made you ill? I was ill before it. So, ah, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Maybe it's what's made me ill. Then maybe, maybe I caught it. Um, I'm not sure. But either way, we are going to start with the Manchester derby. But the f- actually, I want to start with something else, Gasky, because I've got a few questions from uh, my girlfriend, aka Mrs. Nobbins, uh, for you. Uh, if you'd be prepared to answer them, is that okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Just three of them. First one. Uh, remember, this is uh, from uh, Mrs. Nobbins, my girlfriend, Gasky. She says, she says, hello, Gasky. Hello. Thank you. Gasky, you are very ginger. If there is a God, and if you could speak to him, would you ask him why he's condemned you with such a terrible affliction? <laughs> this came from her mouth. Uh, look, I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just uh, repeating <laughs> what, what, uh, what Mrs. Dobbins has said. I don't know if there's much wrong with being ginger, to be honest. I don't. I won't dignify that question with an answer. So, 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 so you wouldn't ask God why he's condemned you with such a terrible affliction? I'll, I'll ask why why a ginger's a thing, because clearly the, so something went wrong in the whole uh, gene situation. But I'm not going to be able to say it's a bad thing. Speaking of genes, I'm guessing that's in re- a reference to your father. Mrs. Dobbins goes on to ask Gasky, your dad looks just like Pepe. The Portuguese footballer. Uh, definitely wasn't her. <laughs> when did you first realise your dad looked like Pepe? And were you ever concerned he would two-foot you without a moment's hesitation? Well, <clears throat> he doesn't look like Pepe to start with. And two, I did once hit him with a shoe. And uh, I probably thought I was going to get two-footed then, but <laughs> managed to avoid it. So you, so you did think that your dad, <laughs> who looks like Pepe, was going to two-foot you? Yeah, my dad doesn't like Pepe, and I did. Okay, interesting. Uh, final question from Mrs. Nobbins. <laughs> Kasky, <laughs> you're a Man United fan. 
when you watch Man City play, does it fill you with immense jealousy knowing... <laughs> Knowing that your club is in a downward spiral of pain whilst your local rivals are thriving, or do you get a degree of joy out of it because you don't have to watch the shite and utter dross that your team provides on a weekly basis? Moving on now. Um, <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. I feel like... Right now, I feel like I'm being punished. I'm being punished for having a, a good childhood of watching, going to Wembley and watching trophy wins, and this is my punishment. Yeah, you had, you had it too good for too long. That's, and that's how, it, that's how it feels. Exactly. Yes. Um, all Lannisters pay their debt, so I, I don't, I'm trying to make a... And that doesn't work as it's any form of anecdote. Anyway, don't know why I'm trying to do that. Uh, <laughs> those were questions from Mrs. Nobbins. Um, I'm good, good to see that you answer them. Um, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure provide some more next week. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure she will when you hand her the paper and say, "Sign this is from me." <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, the Manchester derby obviously happened. Manchester City six, Manchester United three. Um, a very flattering scoreline, in my opinion. Uh, only three goals difference. Let's be honest; it, it probably should have been more, something like like nine two or or something like that. United were truly abhorrent in that match. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't think it's that that's an unfair thing to say. And I'll before we even start about the actual match itself, I want your thoughts on the lineup, Gasky, because when I saw that for, for United, I mean, because when I saw that. I, to be honest, thought it was suicidal playing Ericsson and McTominay as the sort of defensive midfield players at the Etihad when you've got Casemiro and or Fred on the bench. I would... It's a tough one because I would rather them... I'd rather see them want to play. And I'm, I'm happy that he played a team to go and... It's just kind of about watching it. I we're going to sit back and defend. I get that, you know, but... I would have preferred to see Casemiro at McTominay because he's more of a robust defensive midfielder who will make a tackle if needed, whereas McTominay wanders around the pitch half the time. Uh, but that was the problem. The problem was that midfield, surprisingly. Considering you've got Bruno and Eriksson who considered the two best passes in the team, and they were the ones giving the ball away. And they were the problem. That midfield was the clear problem. And then people will point their fingers at the attack. The attack don't even get the ball. The midfield are not giving it them. So, I've, I mean, it just I would only say that Potentially, to swap Batomini for Casemiro, then potentially it would be a bit more robust. But then I know what you mean. Like I can see why playing Casemiro and Batomini maybe would be a bit more, yeah, robust. But I don't know. Yeah, it's they just it was just the attitude more than for me more than anything in the lineup. Yeah, for for me, I I I, I don't know. I, I'm not necessarily against that lineup if the philosophy goes with it. But United just couldn't get get at City at all throughout the whole game. It's going to be very hard to try to out-city City at the Etihad. So for, for me, it was brave, sure, but I don't know if the players are good enough to play like that at the Etihad against City. So in my, my opinion, as I say, brave from Ten Hag, but at the same time, potentially yeah. also a little bit naive uh, in my uh, opinion. But to the match, to the match. Now, context, 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 context. This was a City side... I know City's still a very good side no matter what team they put out. But this was a City side with their fourth choice, fourth choice and fifth choice centre half playing. Um Laporte, Diaz, and Stones were not, not playing. And it was also a City side which did not have any defensive midfielder because Rodri was injured. 
uh, short-term injury, he should be okay now. Phillips has got a longer-term injury. So Gundogan forced to play as the the like low and holding midfielder, the six style player. So in theory, look, I know City went weak, but in theory, this was a weaker City side than United could have come up against if it was a full strength City side. But still, Gasky, they got absolutely dismantled, and the game was over um, by like the fortieth minute. Yeah, because the midfield just couldn't pass the ball for hell. It was ridiculous. Like. All like you said there, the they yeah, didn't have a strong defensive midfielder. Gunnar's a great player, but I'm pretty sure if you overwhelm him, you're gonna get past him. Okay, def- but that proves how good City are as a team. You could put anyone in that back four as long as the rest of the team are doing well. It doesn't matter who you've got as center half. But yeah, the not being able to even progress the ball at all, they just kept giving it away every time. And and the main blame is the midfielders. Like I'm not gonna because yes, they conceded six. I'm not going to be one to go, you know, everyone was like, everyone was garbage. Like, Delow had a horrendous game, but he's been one of the most consistent players. So I'm not going to, or one one appearance, drop him, bring Rambazaka back in or whatever. No, I'm not that type of person. I'm not going to start pointing fingers. But if the mid, this is this is the problem. This is the exact problem I always state with McTominay. He can't play the ball. He can run around the pitch all he wants, but he cannot play the ball at all. He's just from that deep, especially City, from that deep position, you want someone to pick the ball up, and move, start moving forward on a counter-attack. It's how, you be, it's how all these... The amount of times United have beaten City over the years, every single time, it's been counter-attack. And it's worked every time. That's why Ollie was so successful with it, because he got him to counter-attack. So, oh, but Ollie's so successful and he's done, hasn't it, really? <laughs> United. But that's what it lacked. It just lacked someone to be able to win the ball back and start an attack. And they just, the midfield just kept giving the ball away. And the one thing I was right about, though, before the game started, I said... Rashford will become isolated. He'll do absolutely nothing. He'll be absolutely lazy, which I was correct about. And I said, if Martial was fit, he would offer that connecting, that connect the dots from the mid, from up front and build up. And that's what they did second half. Game was over anyway. But again, he proved my point of he's that's what he's good at doing. But you just can't stay fit. So yeah, I don't know if Martial was fully fit. I'm, I'm assuming he wasn't. No, he's, he's coming back from injury. Yeah. So. I, I also didn't realise that Rashford was going to be able to start. I thought he was injured. But when I saw him, I was like, oh, that could be dangerous on, on the counter-attack. I thought probably would have been better if they played him on the left. But they played him centrally. Sancho was on the left. He offered nothing. Let, let, let's just sort of like touch on uh, the individual players. You've, you've already touched on Rashford. Ineffective, bullied by Akanji uh, throughout the match. He's, he's not good enough to be a, stri- yeah. a central striker. He's... He's, he's, he's this, is it a certain situation where he's not good enough to play anywhere... Not crap, but not these better options in every position. So the bench is, personally. I, I forgot Anthony was on the pitch after 20 minutes. Yeah. That's, that is how, but that, again, but that is how bad the midfield were. You can say he played rubbish. You can't play rubbish if you've not got the ball. <clears throat> you have to have the ball to be, to be, you know, to be say, oh, he's had a bad game. He doesn't get the ball. The midfield aren't bringing the ball to him. What can you do? All I would say about so, Anthony is, I know that Anthony scored a goal and it was a very good goal, but sort of from a, from a defensive uh, perspective, maybe one of the most naive pressing performances I've seen uh, in a Manchester derby. Uh, for, he j- did not want to track back and help out his fullback uh, partner Dallow, who was getting rinsed by Jack Grealish. Over, I think, was it in the first minute he drew a yellow card from him? Yeah. Um, so Anthony <laughs> had to track back uh, more so than he did. Same with Sancho. Um, and what I mean by the yeah. sort of like lack of you know naivety and awareness is that. 
City, uh, when Edison gets the ball, they're always going to clip it over the winger to the fullback that's spare. And every, every, it happened about 10 times in the match when City were playing out for the back. And Anthony was sort of in this weird no man's land of sort of half pressing Edison, but then just leaving his fullback um, yeah. like isolated. Yeah. And... And obviously, every time, because it's Edison, he's just going to clip it over him. So that was really weird from Anthony. Um, I appreciate he's new, but he needs to uh, improve yeah. that. Um, uh, Sancho, in ineffective. Can't really think of anything he did in the match. Just went backwards constantly. Um, who else? Uh, Fernandez Again, United were trying to play the sort of like... It was almost like a front four, wasn't it? Um, it because that's... It's clear, it's clear to me... Like well, you saying about the naivety is like you've gone you've gone to play the best team in the world, trying to play this new way you're trying to get the team to play, which is a bit of a mistake to do. But it's clear what he wants to get them to do, and it does work as we've seen in previous games. But you've got you've approached this game in a completely wrong way, and that's the problem. And that I mean, Ten Hag looked to it, hasn't he? <clears throat> he said uh, that that's the problem. You know, he's he said, oh, thanks for the lesson, Pep. Pretty much going like. We need to improve. We know what we want to do. We need to improve. And it's just lack of effort. Like, these players, I'm sorry, have had... Hart, well, a few of these players have had four different managers. And I'm talking about Rashford and Matoma, the first two. You can't, you've gone through four managers and you've offered nothing. Hmm. So, I'm sorry, but you're going to get replaced. That's all I can see happening. And, and I know Ten Hag will be ruthless as well. Like, he's been ruthless with Maguire, hasn't he? So... Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's uh, go go to the centre halves now. A lot of me, a lot was made of uh, Martinez versus Holland in the build to the match. In the end, it didn't really. Holland didn't even really target Martinez. He was more sort of targeting Varane and then uh, latterly Lindelof. Yeah. Um, he, he was almost making a point to not sort of target Mart Martinez really. Um, uh, maybe Martinez was one of the better players. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, Varane was down. Uh, we should. I know we probably injured. We oh, should have just that, got back up. <clears throat> that really wound me up, though. I'm sorry, but your player's gone down injured, right? Okay. I I put when I was watching the game, I I didn't see what happened. I was only I was kind of glanced at it, and I thought it was a head injury. So I thought, why is the ref not stop play? Right. But again, he has a right to play on. Simple as that. But the fact that they've got City, you've got a corner, and you'd rather hound the ref why he's not stopped play. He's not stopped play. Get over it. It's a corner. Go and mark him. Oh look, who ended up marking Buddy Harland? <laughs> It's just, oh, just honestly, I just don't. That's not even just United. That's just brain dead football players with low IQ. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. And then in, term, in terms of the full backs, we touched on uh, Dallow, who has been good this season, but uh, Greenish had him on the strings. Malassia went off at half time, I think. Uh, he just could not handle F Phil Foden. He no. also got a yellow card in the first half. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but uh, but this match was won and lost in midfield. Yeah. Uh. I actually, I've, I've looked back back at the goals. As I say, the, the match the match was over by half time. I think in at least three of the goals, you can pin not not solely pinpoint the blame. However, Ericsson defensively is at least oh, partly at fault for at least three of those goals. He's he's I don't know I don't know what it is. He's he's tracking horrendous. Like he's this is this is why you need to play Casemiro because he's one of the best holding midfielders in the world. A player that can do that job on his own is required. And then, like, look at City is a perfect example. De Bruyne has sometimes played that deep role in midfield, hasn't he? That kind of where Ericsson's playing. Because you've got Rodri behind him, he doesn't have to do that much tracking back, really. And, you know, unless he has to do, unless he's required. But, you know, McTominay's not going to do it. Like, you, if you watch, McTominay marks grass. That's what he does. He just, he just runs around in a circle for a bit and makes it look like he's doing something. So, yeah. I just, 
you can't play that midfield. You, if you, I can guarantee, if you play Casemiro, people people will comment on like, yeah, okay, his pass is not great. He makes the argument ball out, but he can read the next pass, and that's what that's how you stop good teams, and that's what's required. I'm hoping next game he does start him and just give him a try. Yeah, it's for me. For me, it's got to happen. Uh, I know, uh, as I say, a lot of talk before the match was, oh no, McTominay still got to play because he's playing. He's you know he yeah sure he was rubbish, but he's been playing good recently. But here's what here's my sort of weird analogy with that. If I've got a hairdryer, right, and it's 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 on the blink, like it's it's on its last legs, and it's like uh, flaring up, and it's making a weird smell whenever I dry my hair, I order a new one. Okay, the new one. Uh, so it's good. Okay, uh, it's going to take a week for the new one to arrive. Okay, I've still got to use my old one for a week. In that week period, the hairdryer starts to work well. I'm like, okay, great. It's just not smelling badly anymore. It's not sparking up the little uh, new hairdryer arrives. Do I just say, oh, I'm not going to use a new hairdryer because the old one's still working now? No, I, I toss out the old dangerous one because it's clearly not, um, it's clearly not safe reliable. to use or reliable. And I, and I and I open up the fresh hairdryer. And that for me, McTominay in that, anal- in that weird hairdryer analogy is this old hairdryer on the blink. Casimir is your shiny new one that you've just ordered from Amazon um, and, and you're not using him. So I, I don't care if he had yeah. a good number of games. We know he's a liability. We know he's not good at the football. Whereas Casemiro is he's very good at breaking up play and playing first-time balls into pacey players such as Rashford. That would be pretty good to do uh, against City on the counter-attack. Um, and as you say, it meant Eriksen had much more of a defensive role. That is not his role. Um, first goal, he does not track the run of Foden. Um, second goal, Varane's off uh, injured, so it's hard. But for whatever reason, it's Eriksen who's got the task oh, of yeah. managing Holland. See, that, that one there, that goal was the only one. That was that was Eriksen's, like, you say Eriksen's at fault where you got to be like, who, who, where is your player? Varane's probably the man who's organising that. And he's not there. So no one's pulled strings and gone, no, you're not marking Haaland. So it just all went tits up, didn't it? So yeah, definitely. And then uh, the f- I, 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 to, to be fair, I, I don't really know if anyone can. I think probably Dallow was at fault for the third uh, goal. Um, uh, I think Harlan's second one. I I honestly just put that down as absolutely amazing pass, amazing finish. And you've got to give him that because oh, yeah, the course. ball was just fantastic. Because that showed how good Kevin De Bruyne is. I think every other player on the planet will play that pass to Foden. Mm. Yeah, and he I know just, what you he mean. Just swings it. Perfect pass to defender, and he taps it. In. It is, yeah. That that was literally. You're you're right. That is a world class pass. Uh, and then the fourth one again. Ericsson has. If if Casemiro is on the pitch, Casemiro takes a yellow card and he brings down yeah. De Bruyne, and that attack is snuffed yeah. out. What's or what, might even win the ball? Yeah, or, or win <laughs> the know? ball. But either yeah. way, De Bruyne does not find the pass to Hall, and who then subsequently gets yeah. the assist. Yeah. But what was even weirder about that was Ericsson fouls him after De Bruyne plays the pass. It's really weird. Yeah, it's I don't know. Re- re- yeah. really weird there. It's, um, it's a it's as if you've got if all the pieces of the jigsaw are there. It's just like you're trying to put one. You're putting a metonymy being that piece. You're putting the piece in, and it's not fitting. So you just hit him with a hammer until <laughs> it eventually fits. And it's like, yeah. well, no, that's not and how it no, works. Got the, pe- the piece is there in the box. Put it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, d- yeah, I 100% know what you mean. And then second half, uh, uh, really good goal by Anthony, but then City just made it 5-1. Yeah. Uh, Hall and gained his hat-trick, 6-1. Fulham gained his hat-trick. There was a late uh, flurry of goals from United, but I think we can both agree that City had switched, rightly or wrongly, oh, no. C- City had switched off 
and Pep made four changes at once after the six goal went oh, yeah. in. I think, I think it was five. I think it was all five to be fair. Yeah. So yeah. I, I but, don't. So I mean, it, it was like you said, it was a flattering score, and it should have stayed. It should have been six one. Yeah, and really? some let's interesting stats. Obviously, Holland getting another hat trick. Because I, mean, I mean, let's be fair. If you remove the Holland handicap, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> and well also you've got to rule out his assist so technically it's two assists you like doing the derby there <laughs> you go you see <laughs> uh but yes uh holland gets holland's the first player in a manchester derby to get a hat trick since 1995 he's the first manchester city player to get a hat trick in the manchester derby since 1970 it was francis lee who got that and foden became the second premier league player to get a uh, hat trick for City in the Manchester derby uh, since uh, Holland a few minutes since earlier. What? Yeah, five minutes. <laughs> yeah, something me- mental. Uh, and also, is it like, like Holland has the record now for three consecutive hat tricks at home? Yes, uh, yes. No one's uh, ever got three consecutive no hat tricks at home in the Prem. Um, was it Aguero? Was it Aguero? Did Aguero do it twice? Uh, I, th- I think yeah, I think a couple of players have done it twice. Yeah. Uh, Aguero is one of them. I think Rooney may have done it as well. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but Holland's also it's taken him eight games to get to three Premier League hat tricks. Uh, the the previous record was Michael Owen. Um, it took him forty eight games to do. Holland's done it in single digits. Isn't it? Isn't it now? Is based on his like goals to game or goals per minute ratio now. I think if he carries on like this, which he won't because it's football, mm-hmm. he won't. It'll go up and down. I think sixty seven goals you'll get in yeah. the league. Yeah, and 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 if and if he does that across like the next four seasons, he'll break Shearer's record in four seasons or something. And then he'll bugger off to Real Madrid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, that won't happen because, as I say, football is football. But yeah, yeah he also scored two goals tonight against Copenhagen. Only played forty-five minutes, so he's now played twelve games and he scored nineteen goals in all competitions. So he's now only twenty-five goals off the record in terms of all competitions for a Premier League player. And he's going to play another at least 35 games, isn't he? It's, 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 the thing is, like, you can't hate him. You just can't. Like, people, it's, it's, it's like the whole, you know, the Ronaldo Messi argument, right, has gone on for years. But deep down, you can't hate either of them for the careers. And Holland's going to won. You can't. You, okay, he plays for City. But I, I'd rather him not play for City, clearly. Yeah. But he's, I'm glad I get to watch him play football because he's a breath of fresh air to watch. Yeah, he's just, just, oh, he's just man, I, lo- I love that man so much. I can't, remember, I can't remember what pundit said it, but he is every world-class striker that's existed in one person. Yeah, and I can see it's that. Just, it's just amazing. I can but. see that. He, he does remind me, he's sort of like physical build reminds me a bit of like Zlatan in that, no, yeah. not, not, not only in terms of the height, but also like the flexibility. Uh, and um, But Holland's also got this, out, and the strength. But and also the Holland's, pace. Yeah, Holland's got pace this outrageous and, pace. I don't even know who. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah. you know, is is he the best dribbler in the world? No, but that's not necessarily his game. It doesn't have to job. be. Not his job. Not his job. And he's and he's and also we we saw in the derby as well. His link. I think I, I don't know the exact stats, but I actually think that um, I actually think that his link up play uh in the derby and also in terms of the number of touches he got um uh in in the derby was like what one of. One, one of the absolute highest so he's also um a- adding that string getting involved uh, yeah. to his bow that, uh, as well that yeah. was that was the part of harlan's game that i questioned he was at uh, dortmund he scored loads but he never really touched the ball and coming to city i was like he has to get involved 
I mean, Andy's proved me wrong, so. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And and also, uh, I'm so, so, sorry, it seems like every single podcast I'm gushing about Holland, but I, I don't know what else to do if you keep scoring. Yeah, I mean, wait, wait. Hey, he might get injured for a few weeks, then we can have a break. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, L'Equipe, are you aware of what L'Equipe is, the French football magazine? Yeah, yeah. Um, they who are notorious for uh, giving very harsh player ratings. It's very hard to please them. They've only ever given 14 players a perfect 10 out of 10. Um, before the Manchester derby, no Premier League player had ever got a 10 out of 10. Uh, the other day, it was confirmed that Erling Haaland was given 10 out of 10 by the keep comes yeah. for, for his three goals and two assists, becomes the first player in Premier League history to get a 10 out of 10. Absolute cool scenes. Cool Here's a cool start. Uh, so yeah, uh, Manchester City win the derby in very convincing circumstances. Manchester, it could have gone could have gone one of two ways really either either a battering or a cheeky United goal on the counter attack. Fortunately for me, it was the former rather than the latter. Um, reality check for United, do you think? Uh, I think I think for you know typical football social media fans, yes, who are just get excited. But I think people who know. It, every all these look at all these managers that come into the Premier League. This happens, but because United, are sh the the club themselves, are stupid enough just to keep pressing reset, reset, reset. This is going to happen for every new manager until you give you give them time. Like, didn't Guardiola lose twice against Swansea in the first two years or something? Something like that. Really. He lost games like that. He lost like four 0 someone I can't remember. You just give it time. Give it time. The best the best players. Well performances if we're going over like the season have been his signings that's a good sign for me to start with you know it's clear it's clear that martial has done brilliantly since he's come in i know he got injured but he has been what he needs and if he stays fit then i think we've got a, I, i'm willing to give him another chance so indeed yeah well, well i mean we'll see I'm, I'm i'm not one to start you know stropping and getting them all out of the club you know disband the whole club and stuff just just it's going to happen. They're going to lose these games. Just let them, you know, you never know. They might go on a massive unbeaten run. We didn't expect it from all he did be in lockdown. So you just don't know. We'll see. Indeed. Indeed. We will see. That was the Manchester Derby. Do you have anything else um, uh, that you want to uh, add to that? Or shall we move on to the next Derby game? No, I'm done talking about that. I'm talking <laughs> excellent stuff. It's all here and it's all football. All the football. All the time from one derby game to another the north london derby arsenal beating spurs 3-1 at the emirates in a very very impressive uh, performance by arsenal i thought this was going to be a big challenge for them uh, they were helped by emerson being a moron but let's be honest the game was gone before that happened anyway um yeah uh, arsenal are are they proving us wrong gasky that is the question, uh, as I say, was a very impressive uh, win by Arsenal. But you weren't that impressed by Spurs, were you? No, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, they've again. We've we said we said every single week we need to we need to see them do it against a good team. And I'll hold my, I'll be honest. I'll, I'm a I'm a reasonable guy. I hold my hands up. Yeah, that I I think they they've obviously got a good you know a good system going here. Going well for them, brilliant. You know, it's good to play them well, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll say that. But you know, it's a long season. You know, I, the amount of times I've seen Wenger do well to Christmas, and then it's just, just imploded. So we'll see if Atta can get him through the full season. But yeah, Spurs. I, 
Is these stats? Should we just go through these stats? We've got some um, stats from Gasky. Whipped out some stats here, right? These are just right. So the average possession this season has been forty-seven point seven percent, which is twelfth, right? Which is a bit of a which is a strange one. But it's these ones. These are the main ones. Possession won in the final third. They've done it twenty-four times, and that's nineteenth out of the twenty teams in the league, right? Which is bad. Passes into the final third. Is 316th, which is last. <laughs> worst. Imagine yeah. being worse than Wolves. And progressive passes is 10th at 215. So they're mid-table for playing it for, like in an attacking way, but only done it the least amount of times in the whole league. So, yeah, so even teams like Wolves have done it, but progressive passes more than them. Yeah. You know, I just... Okay, yeah, the third for scoring goals and stuff, but it's... There's just nothing... There's just no play... Like, playmaking there. Yeah, That's all. And... I just lack that 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 middle that middle man, the Ericsson, <laughs> believe it or not, the Ericsson type player who can connect the dots. So they don't have one. Yeah, I mean that th that's it's okay to play like that when it works, um, and it has worked for a lot uh, this season. But when it doesn't work, and obviously didn't uh, at the Emirates, Spurs uh, suffering their first defeat, then the questions are going to be asked because. Spurs haven't been impressive this season. In terms of results, sure, in the Premier League, sure. But in terms of the performances, it's been proper dross sometimes. I'm not just talking about playing defensive, because you can be defensive but still look solid and hit on the brakes. Spurs have just look but Spurs have just look poor so frequently this season. And over the course of a whole season, you cannot get away with playing like that because you will get caught out. At, at, you know, eventually you you can only win. This is sounds. This is some Michael Owen analysis. You can only win a game if you score a goal. Okay, you literally cannot win if you don't score. Obviously, I mean, I know how base that sounds, but I'm trying to make a wider point here. And if your sole focus is on just being def this this defensive unit, unless you've got, unless you're totally outrageously clinical on the counter attack, and Spurs can be, but but. More often than not, that is going to that sort of playstyle is going to catch up with you, um, unless you're like the best counter-attacking side in the world, you're like Mourinho's Real Madrid, for example. Like we're, we're in, when they were in their pomp, they were absolutely outrageous. Um, but that, that's the sort of point I'm making. Like it, 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 this is not for me. This is not a sustainable way of playing uh, over the course of the season. And Arsenal were the better side. Um, bit of a sticky situation. Uh, Gabriel, I, I don't really rate Gabriel. He gave away a penalty. Spurs did get back into it. I think Harry Kane now is overtakes Omri in terms of goals in London derbies. Don't know what the exact stat is, but it's something insane. I think half of them have been penalties though, which is interesting. Um, but uh, Spurs, the passive, low block. First goal came because they didn't close them down quickly enough. Second goal, Larice, don't know what you're doing, mate. Um, and ultimately, uh, Emerson, I think that that was the point where Emerson got a red card, um, where it was just, I mean, it, 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 you could say it was soft, but it was studs in on the ankle. It was yeah. weird. Um, and then uh... it's a weird one because it's it's an it's this consistency conversation again. There's been there's been plenty of challenges like that that have VAR have looked at and said stick with on field decision. And but this is the problem: the ref the referee gave it, didn't he? he gave the red card. Mm -hmm. So obviously VAR are not going to overturn it. So there is consistency there, but that's clear as day that referees just are not consistent enough. Yeah, it was, but either way, I don't think it would have affected anything. And then uh, Arsenal yeah. getting a third with Grant Xhaka, who has redeemed himself yeah. uh, in Arsenal fans' mm. eyes. Uh, so, yeah, so very impressive win from Arsenal. They maintain their a very good start in the Premier League. 
are just uh, the one point ahead of City, but they do play Liverpool next week. Uh, we will be talking about that uh, towards the end of uh, this podcast. Uh, last thing on Emerson uh, Royale, obviously he, he's 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 not he's not a good footballer, is he? Let's be honest. I mean, um, no. If it, as also as well, that even like, do you, are you aware of like how his transfer became about as well? How? No, tell was, me more. How he was, I can't remember the teams, but he was, I think he was playing for, I can't remember, Celta Vigo, he might be, I can't remember, or Real Betis, something like that. Right. I think Barca then bought him, and then in the same transfer window, sold him to Spurs. Right. That's weird. They used to do with their, tra- their whole finance issues. Yeah. They bought him and then sold him, but I think they made money. <laughs> somehow, somehow. <laughs> they made money so that's quite impressive but that was enough to do with how he played he shit yeah but that's simple as that you know he's not great and speaking of money i believe i saw this on twitter i don't know how true it is i saw that allegedly emerson has spent around eight hundred thousand pounds on imp- on trying to improve himself as a footballer so he's bought an oxygen tank he's um he's bought or, or, or hired this uh sports psychologist uh, and he's also apparently um, asked for a scouting report from Hakimi uh, to try to improve as a footballer. Um, is it worth saying, Gasky, that you really hope he's kept those receipts? Yeah, like, why? if that's true... It hasn't worked, has it? You're, if, but if you're, you're playing for Tottenham, you're playing for one of the best teams in, in the country... Right, so you're at the top of your professional game if you're playing for the team like that. You shouldn't be like, "How can I be better, though?" Let me go and have a look at uh, rival. Pretty much, you should already know how to improve, and you should be coming from your coaches at the club you're at. You should leave the club then if you feel like you have to go and look elsewhere for help. Clearly, the club are not offering what you need. It's like any job, go and find a new one. And surely, if Emerson keeps playing. Uh, that point. It's not just this match, by the way. This whole season, I've, and even like when he played last season, I've never really been impressed with him. They signed that Spence from Middlesbrough. He's he's barely had a look in. They do have a, a Doherty, but again, this was from this is a, a truly brutal statement from Conte. He was he was asked about Doherty, and he basically said, "Look, I've seen Doherty in training. I don't want to lose, so I don't play him." Um, which is a, a, well, a damn. It, it, he said it in more words than that, but it's that I'm yeah. paraphrasing. Maybe there was a loss in translation, but. That is a damning verdict if you're Doherty. Like, yeah. what, what are you thinking there? Um, but, uh, but, I mean, and Spurs, if they do want to... I thought they were going to be tired of talent challenges this season. If they do want to become that uh, properly, they're going to have to sort themselves uh, out and stop playing this, uh, uh, or, or, or at least relying on this uh, really tepid uh, football because it's not going to work yeah. in all instances. Uh, but, yeah, well done to Arsenal. North London Derby winners. Liverpool 3, Brighton 3, Apotolos Brighton at Anfield and Liverpool, they did well to come back from 2-0 down. In fact, they went 3-2 up, but they still managed to throw, throw, throw it away and not beat this team. Again, another team which they really should uh, be beating. Um, what a surprise, Gasky. Uh, at least one of the goals came down Liverpool's right-hand side. Oh, I wonder who plays there at right-back. But we've, we've well, had... The, yeah, the, 
the third one as well. I'm sure the third one was crossed through. Somehow beat everyone and Trossard just tapped in. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, we've, I, I, we've bashed, I, I think, rightly critiqued uh, Trent um, uh, in these recent podcasts. So we won't focus on him too much, but it is fair to say that for the first one... Yeah. He, he does wait for the grind. Wait for the grind. My gears for that. Okay, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> um, we'll get we'll get onto that after this mm -hmm. then. Um, but uh, he did get sort of like sat down for the first goal. Henderson does get out muscled, but Trent's got to do better. It's it's too easy. And then there's that iconic image of him just literally on his knees as the goal is going in the back of the net. Um, second goal. Uh, I can't, can't really remember if anyone's directly at fault, but again, I'm pretty sure it comes down Liverpool's right. Another goal which comes down Liverpool's right is their third one. Uh, Trent just get beaten easily, but it's Van Dyke who just Please. absolutely mishits it. What route? What is happening with him? I, I, I don't know. I mean, where well, the Liverpool currently defensively, there's no excuse because that's the isn't that the pretty much the defense that won the league as yes. well. So what is is it's as if you know even Fabinho? Yeah. Well, what has happened? Like that's the same. They won the league with that. So I. I it's honestly you can't explain it i've never seen a full back line just implode after winning a league yeah it's so odd and and Hend i'm pretty sure henderson yeah well henderson did start and you know we, we were saying oh maybe the reason why is because henderson's not protecting trent well henderson started uh, i'm pretty sure that uh, i think tiago may have, may have started as well so that that was like the the midfield and the defense and the goalkeeper uh, that was like only one point off winning the league last season and everyone was talking well everyone mainly Liverpool fans were talking about how they're going to win the quadruple um, and and it's just mistake after mistake after mistake it, uh, I, I don't know if it's I, I don't buy the argument that um, people are trying to say that because Liverpool played every single game possible last season they're therefore physically fatigued I don't buy that at all because City only played like they only played like an extra four games than City, and some of them were in their in the League Cup, but they only played their B and C team. So I don't buy that as an argument. I think the whole the whole fatigue thing is just. I think it's just people just like to use that as an excuse, but really it's just no. I says end of the day, you go, you play you play Champions League. You did it for years. They played they play a game at the weekend, a game midweek, Champions League, and they have like what is it a week off from September to December. That is how it's been since I can remember. Like, since the early noughties, how it's always been, no different. So why the excuses now that you're allowed to, that players get tired? Do you think maybe mental fatigue? Because... Potentially, I mean, potentially like, you do sometimes when you watch some matches, you do think, is there a lack of trust in certain places? Like, you can, like they can defend Trent all they want. Could it be that deep down they think, oh, I need to, what, oh, he's, he's just going to get past him again. And they and they defend differently because they don't trust him, potentially. Maybe it could be it could be things like that. There's a lack of trust in certain players. Potentially, yeah. Uh, I, I do think there is something in in the mental aspect because, as I yeah. say, you know, one point off win the Premier League, and then again, this this was the team that was supposed to win the quadruple, one point off the Prem, and then losing in the Champions League final. At the end of the day, oh, only coming in quotes, uh, coming away with the League Cup and yeah. FA Cup. Um, maybe it's partly that. Um... Yeah, I'll tell you one thing as well that I think they're really lacking is what they seriously miss is Mane's pressing off the ball. They really miss that. He would you don't understand you don't realize how much he actually did until he's gone. Definitely. So definitely. Uh, you know, uh, Diaz came in on the left. He's done well, but then Mane did really well centrally. Um, mm. and uh, yeah, he does offer a different dimension. 
uh, to Liverpool's game. Uh, Darwin Nunez not hit the ground running. Maybe that's another reason. Uh, but it is very odd because it's basically the same team that was uh, yeah. that was there or thereabouts last season. Just uh, you know swapping out Mane uh, for, for Nunez. That shouldn't really cause a structural that's issue. The, that's on the other end of the pitch. So yeah, I, I'm starting to wonder whether, as I say, maybe a bit of mental fatigue. May, maybe in terms of maybe physical fatigue in respect of Liverpool's numbers in generally and last season I believe in terms of like you know pressures and um and where else like running and sprinting etc like one of if not the best in the league now this season they're like mid-table they're like 11th or something so may maybe there is maybe there's an issue with like Klopp's intensity but then that's an issue with Klopp's philosophy isn't it because if his philosophy is too much if, it, if it's not um What's the word? Uh, where, where it can't it can't keep going, it can't continue, it can't keep continuing. Yeah. What, what's the term? Uh, that's going to annoy me. I know I need to know, know what this word I know, is. I know, I know what you mean. Sustainable. That's the word. It's not sustainable. Yeah. Um, that that that's the fault of Klopp. If if we if we're saying if we're to take the argument, oh well, it's because of fatigue. They're playing too intensely. But that that's a failing of Klopp, isn't it? I mean, seven years. Maybe that's maybe that's the line. Maybe that's the, seven years, and the players just go, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> can't do it anymore yeah, oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's an interesting point i'm not saying that's necessarily the case but it's, it's no, a bit but... of an odd coincidence yeah. uh it's not a coincidence. Is, it not the, is it not the backing is it that he needs to refresh the team to keep doing that intensity and he's not getting the backing to get them players in maybe it's, although it's... although you do hear a lot that Klopp favors a smaller squad um yeah so yeah. It, it sounds like it's Klopp's decision to have a smaller squad so yeah maybe yeah there you go but yeah liverpool dropping points again they've got to they've got, probably got to beat arsenal uh, now, whether that will happen, we'll explore that shortly. I'll just, just say a quick thing for Brighton as well. To I mean, to lose your manager, bring in a new manager, and then go to Anfield and take something. Can't yes. take away from him. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I didn't touch on Brighton too much, just because like, I feel like in every single podcast, I talk about how much I love Brighton. But yes, 100% Brighton were excellent. Every time they look, every time they went forward, a little, they were going to score. Um, they As bad as Liverpool were defensively, Brighton were astounding. Yeah. And as you say, without Graham Potter as well, I thought they were going to get battered, in all honesty. But Maybe brilliant. Right. Yeah, I love Brighton. Shout out Brighton, uh, even without Graham Potter. Love that club. Uh, love how they play. Uh, a deserved point. And maybe, maybe they even deserve to win the match. They went 2-0 up after all um, at Anfield. Uh, very tricky thing to do. And yeah, uh, shout out Brighton. Well done. Uh, brilliant play. Trossard with a hat-trick, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm literally just going to go over the scores. I don't, I don't think Aski's got uh, anything to really uh, input for these matches. Uh, Fulham 1, Newcastle 4. Newcastle finally, uh, they're attacking uh, prowess, paying dividends. Southampton 1, Everton 2. Uh, surprising result, to be honest. Southampton been playing all right recently. Is there pressure on Hassan Hootsall potentially? Um, Frank Lampard's doing a bit better this season than I thought he would, in all honesty. Palace. I mean, only, thing, oh. only, sorry, only thing to say about that, I think, technically, I think Everton have got the best defensive record in the league now. I think. Really? I think so. Yeah, they have they have actually made good signings to be fair, yeah. like uh, Kirk Cody uh, um, and Bet and uh, and uh, Tarkovsky, very good signings. Fair, fair play to Everton. Uh, maybe Lampard will keep his job this season. Uh, Palace one, Chelsea two. Uh, Graham Potter uh, get, getting a victory there over Vieira. Controversy in VAR. Thiago Silva not shown a red. Probably was a red card. Um, I think it's fair to say. I don't really know why. I don't really know why it wasn't given. As a red, it wasn't a foul on Thiago. It's just shoulder to shoulder. It's, you know, people said, oh, we pushed him over. I, I don't buy that. L looking back, I thought that was a red. Um, and Gallagher getting like a last minute 
winner. So Chelsea may be a bit fortunate, but a good win nevertheless. Bournemouth nil, Brentford nil. Yeah, that was a game that happened. Uh, West Ham 2, Wolves nil. Skamaka with a really nice goal. Uh, and Bowen scoring as well. Wolves, we touched on them. Uh, not good uh, going forwards. Leicester 4, Forest nil. Gosh, what is happening with Forest? Um, you know you're bad when you're getting pummeled by Leicester. Uh, Madison, will he go to the World Cup? Probably not, but trying to uh, uh, make a claim for it. Uh, Brendan Rodgers probably given at least one more uh, match now after that really good result. For, uh, is uh, our Forest doomed for relegation? Probably, in my opinion. And then Leeds nil. Aston Villa nil. That was also a game that happened this week. Every football team will be playing football several times and in various combinations. I want to hear what's ground your gears, Gasky, because it sounds like it's football related. So we'll do this and it then is, we'll move on to is. the mini games. So come on, what what's so, ground Gasky's gears? It's this week. It's been the, the English media when it comes to this bloody England squad, right? Okay. And mainly Madison and Trent. Okay. So I mean, you probably know with how they you know, how they act. Liverpool, like we said, Liverpool three three with Brighton at home, right? All the goals coming from Trent's side, really. Mm-hmm. Not said a word. Not said a word. Four days later, <clears throat> come Tuesday, they he scores a beautiful free kick, which is not his main job. His main job is to stop the ball going in the other net, right? It has to be in the squad. He's an absolute criminal if he's not in the squad, right? Oh, we're we just going to forget the rest of the season then? We're just going to forget everything else he's done and just get him in that squad? Right, you might as well put... I'd rather Trippier play. Because he can score them free kicks, he did against City, but you weren't saying that yet. He's criminal if he's not in the squad. So, unless you're playing Trent at right wing, I'm not interested. Simple as that for England. And then the other one is is not as bad as the Trent situation, but Madison, mm -hmm. right? Leicester have been crap this season, absolute crap. Very. And if if Madison is as good as the media make him out to be about him, that is criminal if he's not in the England squad. They shouldn't be bottom at least. I know it's I know it's a team game. And he's more than more than him on the pitch, but again, he should offer more. Again, another one game he's had that good all season that he's been, you know, exceptional. Should be in the English squad. It's criminal. It's a load of shite. A load. They got to the they got to the final of the Euros with a, pretty much the same squad, and now you're saying that these players are, it's criminal if they don't get picked. Says so you, you, the moment that they're picking favourites, and then they moan that they that they're not picking players on form. Get get me a get me an England eleven based on form, and I can guarantee that them two players would not be in that team. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because, and the, the, the Madison one really confused me because, like, even if he's including the squad, I don't know why there's such a clamor for him to be in the squad. Because I mean, sure, we can take him, but do you really think he'd be getting a minute? Well, exactly. Like, like the, the claim they're stating is so strong, it's as if you're expecting him to play a big role. He won't start. No he chance. Won't want to play a to play in his position, Foden and Grealish are in over before him. Easily. Even Mount, even Mount will get in before him. Even so Mickey Mount. Just, Mickey Mount, even him. So it's just... And then at right back, I'm pretty sure England England struggle... England are clearly struggling to clean sheets, clean sheets as it is. Okay, let's, let's, let's just put a sieve in. There you go. Brilliant. That'll fix everything, won't it? A sieve! Jesus Christ! <laughs> just, oh, it really, just I just started reading it on the media after basically it was after after the Liverpool game yesterday, and I just thought, have you just forgotten what happened three days before that? Yeah, and and the interesting <laughs> thing about that is, you know, this idea of oh, you know, he silenced the critics. 
the, the man scored a free kick. He's not being he's not being critiqued for whether he can score a free. That his his set piece ability has never been in question. Really, his offensive ability has never been in question. It's bloody defending. Do you, do you defend yeah. by taking a free that's, kick? I don't think so. That's that's the problem. That's the problem. It's I just don't understand how they can just forget. All, and it seems to be right. I'm, I'm trying to not sound too biased here because you know United fan is Liverpool, but you don't hear the criticism of Liverpool players at all. Like you don't like. Obviously, I, I must. I follow more things United than I do obviously Liverpool and things. So I do see all the Maguire stuff and all the hate and things. But I, I don't think I don't think there's that much for him compared to other players. I just it's just a mess. I just I really just it really really wound me up. Yeah, I, I don't want Trent anywhere near that starting eleven. He, he's not my first choice. He's not my second choice. And in fact, to make a case to say he's not even my third choice right back. No. That's not just Although, me. Sorry, go on. If I was, if I was being lenient, le- very, very lenient, the only time for England I would see him is if you just wanted to keep throwing the ball in the box and put him at right wing. But then I'd rather have someone who offered a bit more than that. Yeah. So. I'd rather have an actual right winger in that scenario, yeah. to be honest, yeah. um, rather than a right back who is, you know... It, it, Right, here's... Oh, God, I'm, I'm, I'm a mini rant here. If, like, Liverpool fans, etc., are telling me that, oh, we should we should play Trent in central midfield. Oh, we should play Trent as a right winger. He'd be better there. Doesn't that tell you that there's an issue with him at right back and that he's clearly not defensively competent? How good a right back can he be if you're saying that he should change... Pis- not even, like, a, a tiny... Like, Right back to central midfield. Are you joking? That's like the hardest position to play. They're literally, yeah, I I totally agree. They're literally saying, go and play a position where you can basically do your ping passes. Cool. What about the bit, the other part, the central defensive midfield? What about that bit in the middle? It's just like... I don't. I don't understand. As I say, central midfield. You've got a three sixty of the whole pitch, it, it, and front and back, and and at every single angle. You you can come from the left, from the right, from from behind, in front. As a right back, you don't have to worry about what's to your right. Half the pitch is cut off. Defensively, it's so much easier to be a right back than a central midfielder. For example, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not talking about strictly defensive midfielder. Even as like a sort of central. I don't think anyone's trying to say he should be an attacking midfielder. They're talking about more like a box-to-box sort of player, I'm assuming. You've got so you've got even more defensive responsibilities, if anything. And as a winger, yeah. do you really think he's got the output of, like, a, if he was playing as a winger? The reason why he's so good at right-back is because he's got a really good output as a compared to other right-backs. If you played him as a winger, you'd lose all of those gains. So, yeah. yeah uh, oh, but well, anyway, that was... Exactly. Like, he's... Last thing on him, he's, let's say, he's 100% attack in terms of how good he is, 0% defensive because he's shit. I'd rather have Reese James, who you potentially say is 50-50. 50%, you know, bit of both defensively, bit of both attacking. I'd rather have that than wall one way. So There you go. Just, Somehow, yeah. I, I said earlier, look, I'm not going to try to pick on Trent, and somehow... <laughs> I've, I've made it. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> but there we go. That what that's that is what has ground Gasky's gears uh, this week. It's impossible to keep track of all the football, but your best chance is here. Okay, Gasky, we're running slightly behind schedule. We, I, 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 I am somehow we end up talking about uh, Trent and the Manchester derby for about twelve hours. Uh, but it's mini game time. Uh, let's get let's guess the footballer in sixty seconds. Uh, shall I go first, yeah. or do you want to go first? Uh... I'll, you can guess mine first. You can guess mine first. Okay. 
Sorry, I had a cough then. Uh, okay, so I'm guessing first. Right. Guess the footballer. 60 seconds. Go. Are they still playing? No. Oh, okay. Uh, that, 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 was, that was tentative. Uh, are, are they... <sighs> Right, okay. Um, are, are they playing in a top five league? No. Are, are, are they playing in Europe? No. Right. Um, are, are you messing with me here? I'm doing what you do to me. <laughs> so, but... but uh, so, There's one question you haven't asked that I will tell you. Are they retired? No. But they're not playing? No. Yeah, yes. Are they yes. dead? They're not playing. They're not... No. They're not... But they're not playing? Yeah, they're not playing. Are they playing in America? No. Wait, what? They're not right. playing. They're a, they're a free agent. Oh, right. <laughs> um, are they English? No. Oh, are they European? Yes. Uh, are they French? No. Western European? No. Uh, no. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, yes, sorry. Yes. Right, yes. final sorry. guess. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's um... My yeah, one more question. Uh, that's the no, that's fine. Uh, so, sorry, did you say Western Europe? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, my God. <sighs> God, I, I, I did not think about the world and you've done me there. Um, <laughs> I have got zero clue what free agents there are. Did they, I asked whether yeah. it's English, didn't I? And it's a no. Yeah, no. No English. Okay, <laughs> then I am... Going to say, uh, even though I, even though I know it's wrong, I'm going to say Mario Balotelli. No, uh, play, he played for Tottenham. He was considered one of the best midfielders of the generation. Deli Ali went went to China. Uh, oh, that Dembele guy. Yeah, Dembele. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. wow, I didn't know he was a free agent. Oh wow. So I was gonna do. I was gonna do him, and then I noticed that he has left. The team in China, but doesn't have another club. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. But he hasn't, he hasn't officially retired. So I thought that would be a fun one to get my own. Yeah, answer. well, absolutely. No, <laughs> that's fair enough. Well done. Well done, you little swine. Oh, I can't wait for the TikTok comments. <laughs> okay, Gasky, are you ready for mine? Uh, no. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> Guess the footballer. 60 seconds. Go. Okay, is he still playing? No. Okay, so he's retired? Yes. Do you play in a top five league? Yes. Is it Premier League? Yes. Okay. Uh, did you play in the 2010s? He did. Did he primarily play in the 2010s? Uh, he did. Oh. Right, okay. Okay, so a bit 50-50. Cool. Uh, top six team? Yes. Okay, uh, um, North Club? Yes. Okay, uh, Manchester United? Yes. Okay, uh, defence? No. Uh, midfield? No. Attacker? Yes. Okay, uh, did he primarily play for Manchester United? No. Okay, did he only play in the Premier League? No. Okay, did he play in Italy? He did. Okay, did he, okay, did he play for a Milan club? No. Okay, did he play for Juventus? Yes. Okay, did he, is, did he play primarily for Juventus through most of his career? No. Okay, did he play for, did he play in Spain as well? Um, he did not, and you're on a final guess. Right, okay, so he played for United. Right, and he also played for Juventus. Okay, he went for United to Juventus. Oh my god, I can't shoot, I can't shoot. <laughs> and they're not still playing? No, we're retired. Oh, 
Oh, that's ring for someone. And it's a midfielder. Midfielder. Why saying mid midfielder? No, you said it's not a midfielder. Oh, I didn't. I did, oh my god, I didn't actually do the questions, did I? Oh, did I? Oh my god, I can't remember what I asked. <laughs> I, I think you said midfielder, and I went no. And then I stopped there, didn't I, for some reason? Yeah. Well, we, 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 you know he's a forward player, don't you? Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because he's not a goalkeeper, defender, or midfielder. He played for Juventus United. United for. So, like, 08, 09, and played for Juventus. Oh my god, I can't think of some. He's a forward. I actually can't think of anyone. Uh, Do you want me to give it up? He went to Juventus. Yeah, I can't think of anyone. Right, unfortunately, you weren't able to find the team he's most closely associated with. Oh, I see. And that team was Manchester City. Carlos Tevez. Oh, Tevez. Tevez. Yeah, you, there, there, was a, <clears> there, was a, there was a club in between United I and out, Juve. I ran out. Yes, I ran out of, I ran out of questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a tricky one. Brilliant. Yeah, that's a clever one. Okay, uh, you for me now. Let's see if I can actually uh, try yeah. to get anywhere close to this guy. <laughs> Okay, guess the footballer. 60 seconds, go. Are they still playing? No. Are they a free agent? No. <laughs> okay, so they're retired? Yes. Okay, got to establish that now. Um, uh, are they most known for a top five league? Yes. Most known for the Premier League? Yes. Uh, most known for a top six club? No. Most known for... Oh, wow. Okay. Most known for a, uh, a team currently in the Premier League? No. Most known for a team currently in the championship? No. Most known for a team currently in League One? Yes. Uh, I've no idea who's in League One. Oh, God. This is where my lack of knowledge comes into play. Um, okay. <laughs> Were they playing in the 90s? The, yes. Are they most known for the 80s? No. Are they most known for the noughties and 10s? Yes. Yes. Um, is, is this club Northern? Yes. Noughties and 10s. Uh, is it Northwestern? Yes. Is it Sunderland? No. Oh, they're in the championship. That's not, that's not a feast, mate. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Panicked. Um, so, Northwest. I'm out on final guess. So, Northwest. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if, you get, if you get the team, I, you, potent, oh, you potentially get the player. No. Oh, my God, my geography is so bad. Uh, no, Sheffield is not Northwest. That's Yorkshire. Um, I was thinking Sheffield Wednesday, but that's that's not... Northwest. Um, Northwest, a Premier League club that's currently in League One. Noughties and tens. Oh wow. Um, oh my God, Wigan probably. Oh my God, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume it's Wigan. I, I don't know if they're in the Championship or not. Um, Noughties and tens. Um, Yakubu. You, you were going. I think I think Wigan got promoted, but. Oh. I it was Bolton. Oh, okay. Was it uh, JJ Kotcher? No. Okay. Um, was it Chris Eagles? The goalie. Oh, uh, Yaskalainen. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good one. Well done. <laughs> oh, gosh. My, yeah. I, I, gosh, I we forgot. Hadn't, we hadn't done someone like that yet. A team player who played for someone that's like... No, yeah. Well, if, you, if you do those to me, I will not get any of them, to be honest. So if, if you want to get easy wins, <laughs> right. do that. Because my... <laughs> My lower tier knowledge is not there at all. doesn't exist. Uh, there we go. I've absolutely bottled it this week. Gask, I've got one more for you. Uh, try to get this one because none of us have got one yet. Oh, I know. I'll, I'll try my best. Guess the footballer. 60 seconds. Go. 
Okay, are they still playing? No. Okay, so they're retired? Yes. Are they alive? Uh, yes. Okay, uh, did they play in the Premier League? They did. Okay, did they primarily play in the Premier League? E yes. Ooh. They're, okay. most, they're most known uh, for a Premier uh, League club. Okay, are they top, top six? Team? No. Okay, uh, are they currently in the Premier League? Yes. Okay, uh, are they, did they retire in the noughties? Yes. Okay, uh, is it a Northern club? No. No, right, okay, is it a London club? Yes. Right, okay, uh, so who is there? Fulham? No. Okay, uh, is he play? is he a, ooh, so did he play in Spain as well? No. Did he play in Italy as well? Yes. Okay, uh, did he play for a Milan club? Mm, yes. Okay, uh, Inter Milan? No. AC Milan? Yes. Okay, uh, does he a midfielder? No. Okay, attacker? Okay. Uh, right, right. London, London clubs, London clubs, London That's clubs. That's a final Palace. guess. Uh, I'll, I'll give you. Uh, no, no, not Palace. Final guess. Palace. Right. So currently in the London club, currently in the Premier League, an attacker. He played for Milan and them primarily, and best known for the London club. Yes. And it's not a top, top. So it's not Chelsea, or Arsenal, or Tottenham, or Palace hmm. or Fulham. Or Palace or Fulham. Hey. And they retired. And they retired in the noughties. Yes. Oh no, none of us are going to get one. Bla we'll, I'll blame it on us both being ill. There you go. <laughs> yes. Uh, I can't think of... Right, it's going to be really obvious. Think oh yeah, I, I can't believe you haven't got the club yet. <laughs> uh, who else is it? Oh my... Right, we'll try to go through the Premier League table in the head. Uh, Brentford? No, it won't be Brentford. Uh, uh, the London club? Oh my god, my mind's gone blank. The London I hate this game. <laughs> um... London clubs. I can't think of a London club. <laughs> they played for, and they played for AC Milan up front. Yeah. In the noughties. Well, they didn't necessarily play oh. for Milan in the noughties, but... Oh, but, yeah, okay. They retired in the noughties, so... Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be somewhat obvious as well, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't think of the club. I can't think of any more London clubs. I'm actually horrendous. Okay, shall I tell you? Give me the club. West Ham. Hmm. Oh, I can't even think of a player. Oh, of course, West Ham, yeah. I can't think of a player. Was. The Italy connection would have helped. Paolo Di Canio. Paolo Di Canio. To, to be fair, I will say I don't know ball when it comes to Di Canio. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you what uh, Italian club he played for. <laughs> oh, no. What, is, what, what the thing is... Club, no, so he, he, no he, he played for loads of Italian clubs. He played for about six... Um, no, so, so that wouldn't have helped you. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was the, you, you needed the West Ham connections, I needed, really. I needed, the, I needed the West Ham, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Guess the football in 60 seconds. We horrendously failed at that. Embarrassing. We now know we need to ask about free agents. That's good to know. That's good. <laughs> Can we expand it to 90 seconds? <laughs> we get to that point. Uh, so, Gasky, I, I, oh, just to finish up on these mini games, I think you've got a career path for me to guess, haven't you? We've got, we've got, so we've got, we've got three career paths. Go on. We can do. We'll fucking fly through. Right. So, are you ready? Yes. The first one. Yeah. He started his career at Le Havre. Fuck is that, man? Then went to Chelsea. <sighs> right. I'm not. I'm trying Chelsea yeah. then. Yeah. And then went to Arsenal. Ars. Yeah. Then went to Portsmouth. Oh. Okay. Then went to Real Madrid. All right. Then went to Anzi Makhachkala. I think I got that right. Oh yeah, Anzi. Yeah. Then, yeah. then Locomotive Moscow. Right. Then Marseille. Right. Then Al Jazeera. 
Right. And then PSG. PSG? <laughs> I will tell, I will, uh, he's retired. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, Chelsea asked, it's the, it's the Real Madrid one that's throwing me. The, the, the Portsmouth to Real Madrid is the, is the link, is that the one where you, if you had an idea, you can get it from that. God. Portsmouth Real Madrid. Um, um, I, I, I really don't think I'm going to get this. No, I've no idea. No, uh, Lasano Diara. Oh my God, no, I never would have got him. that. If you remember him, never would have got that. Yeah. To be well, honest, that was that was that was just that was a bit of a dick move because that was a tough one. <laughs> the other, the other two, the other two, not too Okay. Much. Okay, you ready for the next one? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Okay, so start his career at Den Bosch. Where? Uh, then went to Hurenveen. Where? Then went to PSV. Okay, that's a bit more real. Okay. <laughs> then went to Man United. Right, sounds like the pie. Then went to Real Madrid. Oh. Okay. Then went to Hamburg. Is it Rude van Nistelrooy? It is! Hey. Well He's got it, he's got it. Come on, the lads. Red bit of redemption, it. there we go. Right, last okay. one. And the last one. Started his career at Gremio. These aren't real names. Oh, that's a Brazilian club. <laughs> no, that's a Brazilian club. I know that, okay. Then went to PSG. Okay. Then went to Barcelona. Right. Then went to AC Milan. Then went to Flamengo. Oh, it's Ronaldinho. Correct. Yeah. Well I, I thought that'd be nice. The first yeah. one was just better fun. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> Thank you. For some fun. some oh, redemption for me there. Uh, not not a lot, but but a little bit. People never finally decided who has won the football. Knobgas, 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 Knobgas. We've got three questions from my beautiful Knoblets. Will asks, do either of you have organ donor cards? No. <gasps> Gasky, that's outrageous. Why mm. not? <laughs> Never thought of getting one. I mean, yeah, you can ha people can harvest my organs if they want. But, but, but they can't. They well. can't if you don't have an organ donor card. I'll just, I'll, I'll leave a note. <laughs> that's... <laughs> <laughs> you can have my heart. That's not Enjoy. how it works. No, I don't. I, I mean, uh, yeah, I should have one, really, should I? Yeah, I, I do. Get yourself a donor card, guys. Uh, you will not be using them uh, once you are gone. Let, if, if, and, if, and if they can be used, let someone who needs them use it. Uh, to be honest, I, I feel like, for me, I feel like... Because you don't have any issues with, like, giving out your organs, do you? No, no. Just yeah. don't, I just don't have one. It's just not, yeah. it's not something I'm against. I, yeah, I think it's weird when people do have a, a thing about it. What I'd suggest is they should make it so that you've got to opt out of giving organs so yes. just by default yes. everyone is an organ donor and they've got to have a card saying no i'm not an organ donor imagine imagine being like for example like a blood donor imagine imagine needing having a rare blood type or something a particular perfect match for someone who's got a complex organ they need and you're just gonna go no yeah when i die no yeah get sacked get sacked imagine off being, honestly imagine being that guy or yeah girl. Or girl, yeah, we're not sexist. Uh, Village asks uh, more lower league stuff. Who is going to win the championship? Oh, who's going to win the championship? I've no oh, idea. No, Norwich. <laughs> uh, I'm going to bring up the championship table because I do not even know. I'd like it to I be Burnley know. with Vincent Company, but I've no idea if they're doing any good or not. No, to be fair, they're not doing too bad. It looks like Sheffield United are winning uh, alongside Norwich. I'm going to say Burnley for vibes, but it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, I would... Let me just double-check who's, who's, who's there about. Oh, Blue Norwich, bugger off. Uh, I would like... To be fair, I would like Reading just for what they've done with their uh, away tickets. 
Or what have they done? You see, so, because you know, because ticket prices are just ridiculous. They're outrageous. That they are capping them. I think, I can't remember what the price was, like £35 or maybe less than that. They will cap them, and they will turn the favour if the other teams do it at their ground. Oh, that's nice. They're capping them at a low price so everyone can go, and then the other teams who are agreeing with them, will they'll do the same for them. That's it's lovely. Nice. But then, it'd be nice to see. I just want someone different, you know? We're at yeah. a point now where every team, nearly every team in the Championship have played in the Prem now, so... Mm. I just someone who's not been there for a while would be nice. That's why I was surprised when we had Brentford and Forest come up. That was a bit of a, yeah. a change, change of fresh air, yeah. Uh, and Jack asks, uh, "What is Gasky's bedtime routine? If you have one, bedtime routine depends what mood I'm in. Well, let's if keep I, it. Yeah, let's I, keep it PG. No, no, not that type of mood. <laughs> As in, if I'm really, really lazy, I'll literally just like, for example, tonight potentially get up and just climb in bed and go to sleep. You because I'm just I'm tired without like brushing dirty, your teeth, like a dirty scrote. No, but usually it would be, it would be finish what I'm, what I'm doing, brush my teeth, like, yeah, just brush my teeth, then have a glass of water, maybe. What, after you've brushed your teeth? It's water. What do you mean? Um, 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 it's called fluoride, and it will wash off your teeth if you <laughs> eat or drink anything 30 minutes after you brush your teeth. Whatever, right. Have your water before you brush your teeth. Thanks, Dad. Um, then... <laughs> No, then I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, yeah, climb in bed, watch watch a bit of TV, maybe go on my phone for a bit. Pop on a know. Nobbins video, <sighs> maybe. <laughs> how to how to brush your teeth tutorials? Yeah, it's gonna have to happen. Um, have to happen. But yeah, mainly yeah, I mean, nothing nothing special. I mean, I'm I'm horrendous for going to bed late. Sometimes due to potential. Um, podcasts that go on too long yeah, yeah in my head this uh, is gonna yeah. be like a 30 40 minute podcast somehow it's yeah, over we, said, we said before we started let's do a quick podcast it's gonna be the longest one isn't it yeah. <laughs> let's be fair hey you know we had a lot to talk about we were passionate had... guys we ranted yeah, about trent so. for about 20 minutes no we did poor trent <laughs> but he's, he's a nice guy as well isn't he? uh well i don't know I don't know. Well, you know, get, get better at defending, honestly. It's not my problem. You know, you're on hundreds of thousands a week. Get good. We're right, right, right. No, we're going to go. It's going to happen again. It's a tangent to <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. Standard bedroom uh, bedtime routine uh, for Giaski. Um, but yeah, you've got, got to start having your water or food before you brush your teeth. Otherwise, otherwise you, you might as well not brush your teeth. Okay, here, here's an interesting question that I, I'm just asking now. Um, in the morning, do you, well, first of all, do you eat breakfast? I have breakfast when I get to work. Okay. Um, right. Uh, I assume you like drink water and stuff in the morning or, or coffee in the morning before you leave. Uh, I'm, okay, you want my morning routine as well? Yeah, morning routine. I, I, I specifically want to know if, if you're brushing your teeth and I, then having a drink. Okay. Up, shower, teeth, freshen up, get ready, go to work, get to work about 45 minutes to an hour later, cereal, coffee. Right, but when do you have your water in the morning? I assume you have water I don't in the have, morning. I don't have water in the morning. You don't drink anything in the morning? Well, surprisingly not, though. No. I just go. That's not good for your brain. It, I have the coffee when I get to work, right? God. Not good enough, honestly, son. I'm disappointed. Oh, my dad's disappointed. Brilliant. Oh, uh, yes, you're going to go out and get some milk you and not come back. <laughs> Oh, there we go. But that's ours, Gasky's bedtime routine. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you to the Noblets uh, for submitting those questions. Arsenal versus Liverpool is next week, Gasky. Uh, just very briefly, because uh, I say we are running over. Um, who is going to win that one? Or is it going to be a draw? It's, it's Emirates, isn't it? I believe so. It will be a 2-1 Arsenal win. 
Ooh, I... Jesus will score both, and it will be an own goal by Gabriel because clearly he's shite. If Arsenal win that, will you say that they are title contenders? I will not. I will. This is not me being disrespectful or me hoping they're not. I will until I would say. I'll be fair. I would say end of October. If end of October they haven't, all, they have. How many? I don't know how many games is it now. Three more. Three more Premier games before end of October. Something like that. Right. I was giving my cut offers like World Cup before I'd start to say who who the title races are between. But I will say, next three games, if they win at least two of them then I will say they are title contenders. You heard it here first. But it's now here. It's now time to hear about the quiz. It's Ball Buster. It is Ball Buster's time. It is Ball Buster's time. Uh, the clues last week, if you want to play, guys, to win knob coins and also to get a lovely role in the Discord server, uh, then you need to just literally all you need to do is leave a comment with your answers. That is all you need to do. Uh, I'm trying to get the answer up on my computer, but my computer's having a bit of a fit right now. So let me see if I can get them up on my phone instead. Uh, but yes, the clues this week were. Uh, in fact, Gasky, you, you can you can see the clues, can't you? Can you can you yeah, read them you out? To read the clues, yeah, yeah, just just while yeah, so I'm the doing first this. One, initials were DV, and the clue was the TV channel that's always showing Top Gear repeats is from Birmingham. Now, do you know do you know the answer? Yeah, yes. So the channel Dave shows Top Gear, and Birmingham Aston Villa, Dave Villa, David Villa. I there think. you go. Yes, it is indeed. <laughs> yeah. David Villa, well done. Well done. Yeah, uh, I've, now, I've now got the answers. Um, LM, that scruffy big cat didn't take a W. Do you know what that one is? I struggle with that one. Okay. Uh, interestingly, uh, both DR and Ed got that one correct. Oh, wow. yeah. uh, the scruffy big cat is a lion. Oh, messy. It, it's, it's messy. Yes, it's scruffy, so it's messy. And it didn't, take, me. it didn't take a W, therefore it took an L. Oh, lion, yeah. Lion, oh. L, Messi. Oh, clever. I know, very, very, very tedious, but hey, we got there eventually. And then the last one, BM, I need to go to the rubbish tip. And because we're, we're Northern as well, go to Ben Me. Ben <laughs> Me, Ben Me, Ben Me. Well done to DR and Ed, who got two of those. Uh, they both got David Villa and Lionel Messi, um, uh, but did not. Oh, I thought Ben Me was the easy one. Pa apparently not. Apparently no, not. <laughs> you're not the Nobinios are just backwards in this world. They really. Well, so uh, Gasky, uh, a number between one and two. I mean, DR could become a three-time champ here if you uh, get us right. Right, so... right. Right here we go. This is where this is where I have this pitch box. Uh, ooh, two. You've gone for two. I signed that too. <laughs> DR. So he's a. <laughs> He's I was going to say one. He's a three-time no, no. <laughs> champion. Well done, DR, mate. Well done. Absolutely smashed it. You get to keep your role in the Discord server. But can you be a four-time champion? Because these are the clues. It's not three in a row, is it? It is three in a row, yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> RK are the initials. RK and the cryptic clue. Theft at the Sex Museum. Theft at the Sex Museum. The next one. DB. DB. I'm watching YouTube in the morning and I'm gesturing you to come over and watch with me. I'm watching YouTube in the morning and I'm gesturing you to come over and watch with me. And the final one, M-K, that's M-M-K, Alfred's blown the bloody doors off. 
Alfred has blown the bloody doors off? Um, okay, if you think you know the answers to those, put leave a comment in the YouTube uh, comment section. First of all, let, let us know if you enjoyed the podcast and also submitting uh, your answers as well. But Gasky, that was the end of our longest ever, shortest ever podcast. Uh, <laughs> That's impressive, isn't it? Uh, yes, That's it is. Trend. Exactly, yeah, you fraud. Uh, but um, but I, I, I know we're both ill and we still managed to do it. And I thought it was a very good podcast, in fairness. Just for those those viewers and listeners. Exactly, exactly. That was the Manchester derby. Uh, Manchester is blue. You love to see it, you really do. That's a rhyme. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you uh, have enjoyed the video, leave a comment. Bob us answers. Leave a like on the video. Uh, go over to Spotify. Give it a five-star rating. Go to Apple Podcasts. Give it a five-star rating. It is free, and it genuinely really does help us out. Um, until next time, chaps, have a lovely rest of your evening, or day, or afternoon, whatever. And we'll see you next time, won't we, Gasky? We will. We will. Yes, we will. Bye.